Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90th Minute Podcast. We are your hosts, Greg, Brett, Lucas, and I was. Say hello, gentlemen. How's it going? Hello. Yo. No Liam tonight. That's okay. He's a fraud. And, and no uh, and no rasta yeah don't forget to like comment subscribe give us five stars on apple and let's get to the pod um lots of stuff happened yeah this week in football uh you know there hasn't been many matches but I mean, there's been a lot of well matches. yeah there's been a lot of matches but club football is over swing into international what's been going on like oh my god it seems like every big national team is losing games which is yeah. nice for the canadian national team. oh we're gonna talk about the canadian national team <laughs> yeah there, it's been a bad a things mess. are happening there yeah, good stuff happening for the national team when you take a look at their opponents. And then also uh, some pretty negative stuff coming out. So, Which, yeah. tonight, when we're recording, there's supposed to be a Canadian national team game going on. We should be playing Panama, and uh, they're not. They have decided to... Let's just get into it. Fuck it. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Hey, we're, yeah, we're, we're we're start, we'll start with it. <laughs> I was trying to roll... So essentially, bit, Canada's supposed to be playing Panama tonight. Uh, Sunday, they're not because they've decided, no, we're not playing because we're not getting paid. Uh, Brett, what do you know of this? Well, I, mostly what I know is what has come out in the, the news is they were supposed to play Panama Sunday. They had, leading up to the game, they had they weren't uh, and they weren't doing training. They weren't yes, doing that's well, what it so. was, was protesting, training. Uh, a lot of it has to do with like the front office and like the fact that i mean let's be realistic these guys did play in minus 20 degree weather like realistically going into those games the fa the canadian fa didn't really have a lot of money now they go into the world cup and uh, i can't uh, exactly put words i don't want to put words into somebody's mouth who didn't say it but i was watching tsn they're saying now that they're in the world cup Canada has, like, an excess of, like, $10 million. Yeah, so basically, if they got eliminated in the groups, probably the most likely scenario, <laughs> uh, $10 million would be the figure they would get. And right, I think Canada Soccer Association, they proposed, like, 10% that the players would get of that. Right. Which the players don't think that's fair or enough. And also, I think the other issue was that FIFA, I mean, the Canadian Association was only willing to give each player, like, tickets for a match that's what it was but not be able to cover for their flights yeah and that's ridiculous like that that was the other thing was they were saying that a lot of the players want sufficient amount of tickets for their family to come to like it, the, the world cup's happening in qatar like it's not like it's happening in 
Spain or and, and flights to Qatar are very expensive, especially well, around that time of the year with the World Cup. Exactly, exactly, and like trying to get fans and your family and all that type of stuff, trying to coordinate all that for the first time in thirty six years. I mean, that's difficult, and I understand. Like, pay the players, man. Like, there's only realistically one or two players that play in a top league, being Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David. So. The rest of the player, when you take a look at their valuations too, like Sheldon Kennedy, not a whole bunch of money. Alistair Johnston, not a whole bunch of money. Richie Larea, not a whole bunch of money. When you take a look at their transfer fees. So, you know, like these aren't guys who are making a whole bunch of money. Sam Anakubi, not making a whole bunch of money. So when you go and play in these massive games where you are the, the big dog, I guess, almost on these teams, you do you kind of expect to get paid? Now, this is yeah. from a TSN article yesterday from Rick Westhead. Great reporting by him, by the way. Canada Soccer has told players that they will receive two free tickets for each of Canada's World Cup games and that families and close friends will be responsible for paying their own way to Qatar and for their accommodations, the sources said. During past World Cup tournaments, some European countries have provided each player with as many as eight tickets per game, covering the cost of accommodation and charter flights for their families, the sources said, apparently. Like... It's kind of ridiculous. I, I, I've heard rumors. I can't say this is true. I've heard this from a friend. But supposedly, like, there's some cases where John Herman was helping paying some, some for some things. Right. The, the CSA. That's crazy, honestly. So I don't know if that's 100% true, but that's what I've heard. I've heard stuff like that, too. And, like, trying to get... Well, on top of it, you also have to take a look at... In the future as well for... John Herdman and the Canadians as well, trying to get those players who can or do have that dual citizenship or have the ability to come play for Canada. If this type of stuff is happening, like Marcelo Flores isn't looking at Canada right now and going, that's where I want to go right now. Like, he is these... anyways. No, <laughs> of course. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you're not, you don't want to get caught up in that if you're not going to get paid, right? So yeah. that's not only for the players right now, but for the players in the future. This is this is realistically a building block for players in the future. Yeah. So hopefully they get that figured out sooner rather than later. But unfortunately, well, it, it, not with that problem and with the Iran, Iran uh, yes. scheduling thing. Well, it, it's like a financial problem for the players, but it's also they haven't played yet. They're not getting their practice in while other teams right now are. And every day we're getting closer to the World Cup. It's... You could say it's so far away, but it's actually, it's coming up quick. Six months. Less than six months. Yeah. So hopefully uh, things get figured out. But speaking of the World Cup, as I presume we're done with that right now. I was going to mention one thing about this uh, whole thing with Canada right now, because Canada, so one of the issues apparently is Canada Soccer signed a 10-year deal in 2019 with the Canadian Soccer Business, an independent company that is owned by the Canadian Premier League team owners. CSB represents CS on all of its media and sponsor deals. Where does the money go? Players say they want answers. There you go. It's exactly. it's just very yeah. sketchy what's going on, right? And like, Back pockets of some certain people there. And yeah. yeah, it's not a good look for Canada. Also, one thing I want to mention and bring up, sorry, before we move on to our yeah. topic. In our co- I made a TikTok about this in our comments. People were like, oh, well, a national team shouldn't be paying players. Like, what do you respond to that? Well, FIFA always pays out the national teams at the end of every tournament yeah and like while the top level players make a bunch of money and any money that's given to them they usually donate like germany in 2014 Uh, i presume france in 2018 as well but realistically what 
when you're playing, you're still like, you're. It's kind of like the NCAA comparison. Sure. Where, for the longest times, college athletes were playing and were basically making nothing, and like these big colleges were making money off them, mm-hmm. or these big sponsors that were with them as well. I think with the national teams, like. They, of course, make money off these players because they can get bigger sponsorships, which brings more money into the FA. So of course, the players are going to get paid in some way. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get paid as much as their club football. Well, but... they're the ones who are putting the product out there. They're yeah. the ones who are yeah. producing the product. What, are they not supposed to get paid? Like, what do you think? Do you think this is a charity work? This is literally their jobs. The, na- like, the yeah. national team pays for the flights getting back to the country, going to games across the continent, so much more, right? And apparently, Panama's manager came out, Thomas Christensen said, outside the locker room, uh, looking at Bemuse. He tells TSN Sports, Panama will be paid for the canceled friendly. We came all this way for a training session, he said. I've had matches canceled because of bad weather, but never nothing like this. Was it? Was Panama not... Who? Oh, no, it was El Salvador, wasn't it? Who went during the uh, FIFA World Cup qualifiers? Yes, I think so. Said that they weren't going to play Canada. And this guy, I follow, he's a very good reporter, Thomas Naffy, works for One yes. Soccer. He mentioned today, uh, tonight is one of the darkest times of Canadian soccer. No matter which side you're on, there is nothing positive about it. Panama flew on short notice to Vancouver. Canada players have one less game to prepare for Qatar. And fans bought tickets, loss of sources, and fed- it's just it's a it's, it's, a, it's a loss for everyone, yeah. like you're saying. And it's- sorry, I know some people were saying, oh, maybe Canada can cause an upset at the World Cup, but if they're not going to play a game, they're they might be they're probably screwed. Well, and the other thing is also running along with that is that it's a revenue, it's it's uh, you know experience for the players as well, but. Canada had so much momentum. Yeah. You know, like so many people, despite the fact that it was really a friendly coming into this match, and now we got the CONCACAF Nations League coming up, for which we don't even know if they're going to, we don't even know the next step for that. Yeah. Either. We don't well, know if they're going to That's gonna in play. like four four days if or something that, now? Yeah, and they have to play uh, Curacao, not Curacao, I forget who they have to play. But uh, um, it... it they had so much momentum. They had they lost one game throughout all the the qualifiers. You know they had all basically the entire country behind them. People flying from Toronto to go see, which is across the country, to go and watch and meet up with family that they haven't seen in a while, and go and watch a sport that they grew up loving together. And now they can't go and do that. You know, it's it's sad to see. I I have two fears right now. That this will somehow cause Canada to pull out of the World Cup, I, I don't know if that's uh, gonna be possible. No, I don't think that's gonna. I don't. I don't think that's gonna. Happen. I think is that is the ultimate goal for all of them. So I think if they were to yeah have an ultimate thing, I guess and I don't then, think it would be the World Cup. And then my friend here is he's a little worried. You know, at this rate, twenty twenty six in Canada in general might be doubtful. Our home, our own nation will likely be home based in the U S. Like, this could have, like, implications with the 2026 World Cup, the upcoming World Cup, so we'll see what happens. No, you're not wrong. No. I mean, let's wait and see. I, it, I think it definitely looks worse on the Association of Canada yeah. rather than the players themselves. Which is why I think when you say it could result in something poor in the f- yeah. 2026, I mean, that's who FIFA is dealing with is association right so if they're sitting there and they're dicking around the players then why do you think fifa would 
Mexico wouldn't want to be a part of that. June 16th will be an interesting day because that's the day we figure out the host cities for the World Cup in 2026. Mm. Edmonton might be. I don't know where we live, but we'll see. That's coming closer. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Speaking of the World Cup. Yes, there we go. transition because the final, well, not the final team, but one of the final teams have been placed into the group with England, Iran, and US. Well, first, Ukraine and Scotland had to play off against each other. Scotland lost. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. lost. They, 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 we don't worry about that. Oh my Fair god. Enough. After it's... that, after that Ukraine Scotland game, I was seeing comments on social media. People saying this was rigged by FIFA. That FIFA wanted Ukraine to win. That now Ukraine is going to qualify for Scotland the world. Scotland looked like shit. Ukraine yeah. was just the better team. People were saying that Ukraine was going to just qualify, beat uh, Wales, maybe probably do some corruption, and like, oh, yeah. U- Ukraine's going to go win the World Cup. Ukraine was just the better team. Scotland didn't show yeah. up until the last fifteen minutes of the yeah. game. And yeah, they were abysmal the whole match. Like, really bad. But then today, Wales, Ukraine. It could have been maybe Garfield's one of the last games of his career. Because there were rumors out there that, oh, if he doesn't qualify with Wales to the World Cup, he would retire. Mm. I don't know if those rumors had any substance to them, but... You never know matter. with you never know with them, because it doesn't matter. Like you said, looks Wales, they won! Well, they asked him after the match, they're like, so, are you going to postpone retirement? And he goes... Yeah, maybe for a couple more matches. <laughs> so yeah, I think you were you're right. This did kind of preserve Gareth Bale's career, which is kind of sad to think about. It's weird, but yeah, weird. Because I mean, those types of players you just don't really not those types of players, but those types of moments you don't really think about, and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, it's, it's... it's the last time I've ever seen you play again. You know, and you just think back to all the memories that they've had and you're like man i wish i made more of that last yeah. time and now we, we won't of course it was his uh free kick that led to an own goal that was the only goal of the game and ended one nil for wales and it's a little sad for ukraine yeah, yeah considering everything that's happened to their country and it would have been you know an honor not to see them at the world cup but they put everything into that game but yeah. they just they could not beat wayne hennessy Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I, I gotta say, yeah, had that's some fantastic name. saves that game. That's, that's the thing. That's what I love about the World Cup. Is like, uh, the thing is, is like Dan James is gonna be a, a feature player for Wales, and I just love that. I love that for Dan James. I just think he's hilarious, and that's what I bring, or that's what I think the World Cup brings. Is like, all of a sudden, these players who you watch on a weekly basis, who are just like. Maybe bench players or support They could turn up or... to be stars for exactly, their team. Exactly, exactly. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> like, you go back. Even like, I don't want to say Patrick Schick because he also had a very solid season this season. But like, it just kind of out of the woodworks and just hammers that ha- like shot from midfield. Yeah. And just all of a sudden, everyone's like, Patrick Schick. Patrick Schick, look at Patrick Schick. Look at this guy, everybody. Well, and just emergences of other players. I mean, James Rodriguez, yes. right? Like exact yeah. those can always happen, and that's what's so great about the World Cup. And I'm so excited for it. Well, ideally, this is what we want to happen with Canada, but Canada's right now shouldn't. Well, well, anyway. talk yeah, yeah. about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's Poland, you. It's Poland, you. It's, it's Ukraine and Wales time right now. Ukraine can't beat Wales, but Poland beat Wales. This is true. I didn't even know we were playing that day. <laughs> yeah, you start going in the chat. Where do I get this game? I'm, I'm I go into the zone. I'm like, one played? 
Yeah. Like, oh, we won? We won? We won a game? Yeah. yeah boy. Oh, there's 13 other games on today? We, we won without Lewandowski? <laughs> yeah. The guy was watching tennis. <laughs> oh, my God. We actually, really? Yeah, we said some tennis game. Yeah, because uh, Pol- uh, Polish won yeah. one Roland Garros. Oh, yes. Oh. It's a very big tournament. Erski, I think her name is. Or Sviercek. But they, they, they shook hands. It was like very momentous occasions. It's like passing of the Polish torch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that... I don't think is a... <laughs> anything to joke about. Shvontek, sorry. Shvontek. Shvontek. There's no... Hey, there you go. I'm Polish. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have much talent coming through after Lewandowski, I think. There's no? some good talent, actually. Oh, there you never mind. There is some good talent, but Lewandowski level, I'm not so sure about that. We'll see. It's pretty hard to beat, though. To be, yeah. Lewandowski level talent when he was 24. To be, for, to be fair... No, I don't think anyone expected Lewandowski to become what he is. Yeah. No, he, no, definitely I, I not. thought he was going to become like a very good striker, not you know Ballon d'Or level. Like his first season at Dortmund, they called him Lewandowski. Yeah, because yeah. he missed easy chances. Really? There's there's a video <laughs> there's a video on YouTube where a guy's just wearing a Lewandowski jersey and just misses everything, like putting the cup yeah. on the table. Then there's one he's taking a shit. Oh <laughs> my! This is a toilet. God, that's oh, wow. so out of pocket. But uh, like you said, all of a sudden he becomes. Oh, not all of a sudden, but well, hard work, from, hard work from Lewandowski to Lewandowski. Yeah, get it, Lewandowski. Yeah, I like this yeah. guy. He's Levin. good. Yeah. And, and back to the meep, meep. The, the Wales Sorry. game though. One player that's really odd to see have a, such an impact in that game is Aaron Ramsey. Juventus, I mean, Juventus legend, man. I mean, like the last time he played, he missed the he missed the crucial pen for Rangers in the Europa League final, and then just he plays a full ninety minutes plus and had a good game. Took the captain's armband off yeah. of Gareth Bale when he went off. I understand these Wales players where Gareth Bale always injured for Madrid, not available ever. Wales ninety minutes, let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ramsey injured constantly with Juventus. Wales, let's go. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. I don't understand it. I don't know if there's like some like conspiracy things behind it or something. Yeah. You know, they say injuries, but it might be actually something else. They're going golfing. <laughs> They're going golfing. I mean, They're yeah. More disingenu- disingenu- disingenuous. Disingenuous. There we go. Um, also, along with what was going on in those matches, there was obviously the Nations League also going on, and. All the teams that are in Canada's group kind of shit the bed. <laughs> like Belgium. Belgium, Morocco got pumped by the States. Croatia. Yeah. 3-0. 3-0. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah, I mean, it was wild. I mean, of course, Spain tied Portugal, but yeah. I mean. Shout out to Denmark. Denmark, Denmark massive shout out to Denmark. Christensen. Holy, what a strike to yeah. win that I game. Mean, the oh, thing yeah. is, I think Denmark is becoming is not just becoming that dark horse team. Yeah. They're becoming a top team right now. Well, I think realistically with a lot of national teams, there's just a lot more good talent all around the world compared to years ago where, you know, you know the best teams usually came from, best play, uh, players came from a certain parts of the world, but now, like, gradually you see, you know, high-level players coming from Denmark, coming from Norway, coming from Japan, coming from Canada. Yeah. Like, good. Then it just gives those kids in those countries as well for the next generation to have somebody to look up to. Like I, I walk down to the the park over here and there's kids going Davies Alfonso Davies and they pretend that they're Alfonso Davies. For us, we would always on 
the school court or on the school soccer fields, we would always just pretend we're oh, Ronaldinho or so, someone who wasn't Canadian or Wayne Rooney. And now they can have a, a Jonathan David or, or a Stefan Estacchio. And for people all around the world, they can have that. And that also ends up growing the game. People are now growing up and pretending to be Erling Holland and Martin Odegaard and, you know, all these different players all around the world. And I think it's not really that specific. I think well, it, it is partly that, of course. But I think a lot of countries have actually started realizing, oh, okay, we know how to get be able to get players to develop a lot better. Right. Oh, yeah. No, it, for sure. Like, it all starts at a younger age, and I think a lot more countries are realizing that. And are starting to catch up, not mm -hmm. just in the men's game, but in the women's game. Yeah. And, like, like Austria smashing Croatia 3-0, mm -hmm. I mean, I think Croatia is still not as respected compared to the bigger nations, but there have been a lot of crazy results. Like, today, Czech Republic tied Spain, and Czech Republic aren't even going to the World Cup. With Austria, though, was it because uh, of Ralph? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Did you see his smile? He's so pumped to be there. Uh, I had a dream about Ralph last night. I saw him. I saw him in a parking lot. I saw him, and nothing, nothing weird. Just went, "Hey, Ralph." He goes, "How's it going?" And he just kept walking past. That's all it was. What the? Hell? I imagine he would just look at you and tell you everything that's wrong with you, and then leave. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd sit there and go, "Did you have your You're absolutely right, Ralph?" Did you have your United kit on when you were walking by him? <laughs> I might have. I should have. I hope so. He's probably he's probably just looking at you, just like yeah. If take take it, that off. You don't want to be there. Yeah, get it if off. I had it on, he'd be like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> one, of, one of the big storylines in international football this week was uh, finalissima. How do you pronounce that? Finalissima. Yes. I you said it right. There you go. In my opinion, one of the best, most important major trophies to win. Really? <laughs> <laughs> As of when? Three hours ago? As of when that tournament play was played. Oh, my God. Everybody's calling it a, a tin pot trophy. No. In my opinion, it's probably one of the hardest to win. It's up there with the Club World Cup. I, I like, can't even look at him right how, now. How is, it, how is it a tin pot trophy? You have to win either the Euros or the South America tournament. Copa America. Copa America. <laughs> Do we win this? <laughs> he doesn't even know the name of it. Dude, oh my. You, you either have to win Copa America or the Euros in order to win this trophy. How, how is this not a massive trophy? Just because it popped out of nowhere and now it's apparently court. It's a friendly? Yeah, exactly. It's a friendly. You said it right. It's a friendly that they just put a cup to. Did you, what, what was, what do you think of the Confederations Cup? I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss it. Was do you care about like the Community Shield, for example, or no? What? <laughs> That's like no, it's, 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 you literally said on a stream the other day that the FA Cup was going to become more important than the Champions League. Let's not go out of bounds here. Oh my! However, however, I'm just saying I think Finalissima deserves a little bit more respect. Why? Because you have to win Copa America and the Euros in order to win it. Okay, give me two more reasons other than you have to win a competition. That's it. <laughs> There's nothing else I can say. So it's same with the Community Shield then, for example. And you just said, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Whatever, man. It's not, it doesn't have a cool name to but it. But all it is is it's, it's a friendly that they put a I don't view it as a friendly. Really? What's the Nations League? Glor glorified friendlies. Thank you. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly. I would, I don't think, I would, I would, you're not making a point here. No, none of us care about the opinion, Nations League. Finalissima is more prestigious than the Nations League shit. Wow. That's all I'm saying. That's a hot take. That's all I'm saying. So Messi is greater than Ronaldo. Okay. Because they beat Italy, the team that can't even qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. Who, when they're Italy. Who was their center back in that match? A 40-year-old Chiellini. <laughs> Who's, who's going to... Oda Mendy was playing for Argentina. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I, like, uh-huh. Italy's not even going to the World Cup. Argentina could win the World Cup. Uh, yeah. And, the top of, of, and why do you think that? 32 matches unbeaten. As of when did you think that? 32 matches ago. A couple of months yeah, you know, yeah, for a exactly. couple, couple months Argentina, now. honestly, in all honesty, they're looking good. They are looking good. In Brazil. I mean, they played Estonia today of all teams. Yeah, and, and Messi, Messi scored. scored five. So it throws uh, against Estonia. Don't even don't even <laughs> listen. Listen, like Brett, that. Brett, I was watching. Ronaldo, no, no, Ronaldo, no, no. Ronaldo, Ronaldo. No, 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 no. Let no. me let me talk. Ronaldo, <laughs> stop it. Ronaldo has only scored four goals against Estonia in his whole entire career. Messi scored five in one game. Who is better? Messi is better than Ronaldo, clearly. How many times has Ronaldo played Estonia? I have no idea. <laughs> but Messi scored five. He had a hat trick by the 47th minute. That's very impressive. I mean, realistically, I think this shows that what if Messi played in European qualifiers? He'd probably have a lot more international goals that's, than he already does. Uh-huh. Nah, I think well, you, that's something nah. you can't deny. Uh-huh. What we're all saying is Messi is yeah. Messi is the yeah. is the goat. I, he's I, not though. I, I think he is. He he's not. He's literally uh, not. Me for someone says, "Oh, you're saying he's a goat because he scored five goods this goal." Like, no, just, just, just like this tweet. On my life, Messi would have 200 international goals if he played European nations more often. They're absolute farmers compared to the common ball sides. I mean, yeah, there's a lot more sides in Europe to be fair, and the worst side you're gonna play in common ball is Bolivia and. Even that game can be tough away from home because of the altitude. Whereas you go to maybe San Marino, Gibraltar, they try their best, but they're not well uh, that big of a population of countries and a lot of footballers who choose. Uh, really quick. Here, uh, oh. sorry, I'm going to give you some love for Ronaldo. Uh-huh. Shout out to Big Mac Jack. All I'm going to say is if Ronaldo scored five against Estonia, they would be all saying he's stat padding against Estonia. 100%. But if he doesn't score against them, then it's... Oh, he's washed. He can't even score 100%. against Estonia. The man can't win. And Messi got how many goals in the Farmers League this year? How many? It's... He almost scored more goals against Estonia than in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I, rest I rest my case. Messi is finished. But I think from what I, I think what I um, understand from that game, obviously I didn't watch it. I only saw the highlights. But from what people were commenting that actually watched the game was that Messi were, was cr- trying to more so create chances for his Argentine teammates and they weren't scoring the goals. Just like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there one where he b- played a beautiful ball. I don't know t- who was behind to, but they missed. Then the next guy missed. And then the ball goes to Messi. He's like, fine, I'll just do it myself. Me- <laughs> Messi was literally thinking of the Thanos meme and just, yeah. just put his face in there and just said, I'm doing it. <laughs> and I compare that to his uh, PSG days where he's trying to feed Neymar and Mbappe. Of trying to score himself. That's fair. I yeah, but the difference is that Neymar and Mbappe. Are... But I mean, uh, that's also kind of being rude to the Argentinian players because they have quite the firepower up there. So. Yeah. And now speaking of losers. Okay, this is going to be an interesting transition. England. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Th- this is a. This is a an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, they lost to Hungary one nil. You know, <laughs> reminiscence of the nineteen fifties. Yeah. Harry Maguire! Sorry. 
But like it, it wasn't just <laughs> the match itself. It was it was supposed to be behind closed doors. Oh but, really? Yes. So this match was supposed to be behind closed doors, but what was it? It was thirty thousand, right? Yeah, it was thirty thousand um people with like fourteen year olds with their parents. Yeah, it, it they were like doing a Oh yeah. They were like allowing FIFA was allowing it or there was like a, a rule or something it's that you could, Yeah. Whatever. And they so they were dealing with that, but like it was just a big mess basically. Cause, yeah. uh of course England is kneeing taking the knee at the beginning of the match and right. they were getting a bunch of jeers and everything and like all game and it was just what did UEFA expect and yeah it, it, this was in was it in Hungary yeah that makes sense that makes sense I was I swear to god they put Hungary like how many times in the last like and they can't beat them yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah literally line with the penalty but I heard just England were just playing really badly mm-hmm. I know Always when there's a bad result from England, Southgate out and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But this brings up the topic. When's the best time to switch an international manager? Because not I'm not saying you switched our Southgate, but what I'm listening to Jimmy Conrad, who knows a lot of this better about international football than any of us could because he's actually played in the World Cup himself and he's experienced managers himself. But he says like one World Cup cycle is, after a World Cup cycle, probably a good time to switch managers to get different ideas so the players don't get complacent or anything like that. And I think you're starting to see things like that happen with certain countries, especially the ones that had poor results over the First Nation League matches, like Belgium with Roberto Martinez. This is their second World Cup with him. Um, the Champs, this is going to be their second World Cup with him. You're seeing... Like, Gareth Southgate, this is their second World Cup. Did they maybe go cycle too far? Or will it finally be the end for them after this World Cup? Yeah, and and that is a good question that you do bring up. And sometimes you think it, maybe it's sometimes good to do a manager, like you said before, because then it brings in a new hunger to, like, impress your manager or whatever and actually play good, right? New system, new system. And there's, I, I was going to say, sorry, I keep kicking. I guess it depends how early you do it uh, as well. After yeah. an international tournament. I guess for these guys' cases, it's like the Euros was in 2021. The World Cup's happening, happening a year and a half later. You might as well just keep the same guy. Right, yeah, exactly. So that's the tricky situation for them. I mean, England, of course, made it to the finals. So it's like Gareth Southgate, he did something, right? Mm-hmm. But I expect a lot of countries after this World Cup, whether they have success or not, to have new managers going into the next international tournament. France, Portugal, Belgium, England. Spain. Spain, maybe. They've, he's had, I can't think, what's his name? Luis Enrique. Enrique, yes. Um, he's had a lot of chatter from clubs wanting him. So I, I think if if we're going to go off like this, this World Cup cycle, I think now would be the time. Let's see what Spain can do, though. Spain's going to be good. Yeah. If Spain... If Spain wins it or makes the final, I think Luis Enrique tries to win the Euros. Could you imagine if uh, England go after John Herdman? They wouldn't. No, you don't think so? No. That would be something. I just don't think that English supporters and the media would they for sure would be questioning who's this John Herdman Probably, guy? Probably. Maybe, yeah. Canada. And, and then you just see your yeah. Canada managers like... <laughs> I don't want that. To be fair, to be fair, bloody soccer. You mean American? I mean, England has always questioned every manager they've hired. 
Oh, 100%. yes. Jose Mourinho. To England. I like him at the Roma. I, 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 there's also been rumors of Jose Mourinho going to PSG potentially. Yes, I've heard that too. I hope it doesn't happen, no, bro. No. This Jose Roma, it's such a beautiful love story. One in yeah. Rome. Yeah. They brought, oh they brought it, in Is Poch gone now? Like, is he, is he, yes. is he, he is officially yeah, gone? Not official. It's not official yet? I'm pretty sure Fabrizio said it was. I think the re- club says it. Right, yeah, that's fair. I that's think the fair. reason why people are thinking Jose to PSG is because Luis Campos is go- at PSG, who was with Jose Mourinho in 2012, who built like one of the best Real Madrid teams of all time back is, then. Is he there? I did not know. I, I think he was with Jose Mourinho, and they worked very well together. And that- I also thought Valverde played with Messi. Did you ever respond to that message? <laughs> he, 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 no, he did. He was like, yeah. "Oh, I, I messed up the the flags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mixed around like the flags. Mi- mixed up Uruguay and Argentina's flag." I, I, I was like, I was like, Waz, are you okay? Like, what is? What? I thought Di Maria. Ah. Uh, much different. But, but you were praising Valverde. <laughs> And you don't like the Di Maria. I've Di Maria's gone. I don't know, man. He's, he's all right. He's going to Juve. I don't think he has. Madrid, yeah. Oh, did yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back. yeah, yeah okay, there we go. Basically, I won. was I was almost on your ass again. <laughs> if Di Maria wasn't at Real Madrid, they would have not won that Champions League. Sometimes he, this guy just says stuff, and I'm like, how can you? Even he created the goal. This? He shot it. It rebounded. Bale scored. Would have happened without Di Maria. <laughs> and then Di Maria went to United, and that was a failure. I'm kind of happy I'm the furthest away from him right now. <laughs> well, Di Maria, I don't think it was a failure only because he didn't give a shit. Well, but... he's still got more than 10 assists in the Premier League. Yeah, but he's a snake. <laughs> yeah, he's a rat, bro. The way he just kind of cut the way it worked out is mess. I like how he went just instantly from like praising Di Maria, saying that he didn't win a champ, yeah. just calling him a snake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, back to Jose Mourinho. I do hope he stays at Roma. It's good to see him bringing in Matic. I like that move. So I work with Lazio with Lucas Leiva, so I yeah. don't see why Matic is a, was a better player than Lucas yeah. Leiva. Well, and and they also or like Mkhitaryan. He's basically coming in for Mkhitaryan. So. It's really top. I mean, they're different positions. Are really? they? Yes. Matic and Mkhitaryan? How are you not your club? I know, but what position is Mkhitaryan? He's like a winger slash attacker. Oh, is he? Leader. Yeah. I thought he was a center mid my whole sure. life. No. Sister in the Europa League. Yeah, thought he was, was center uh, mid my whole life. If, if, we were, if we were making a team, I would have put Mkhitaryan center mid. Mkhitaryan oh my. out wide, you're watching. Oh, that's center mid. He could there. play there. <laughs> he, he could play there. Hey, he's just honest. playing out of position. Bro. Uh, speaking of Serie A, real quick, um, the Serie A team of the season came out. Right, and our friend FIFA chef, he was he kind of rated them. Uh, Milinkovic Savic, ninety five rated, or ninety four. Uh, FIFA chef said Milinkovic Savic is like probably the best box box midfielder in Serie A. And then I'm like thinking, Liam said this guy is not that good. It's 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 the World Cup. It's the 2018 World Cup. I wa- I listened to a podcast. People saying, Italian saying, that this Milinkovic Savic before the World Cup, he was this. Oh my holy grail, what a player, what a player. Had a bad World Cup, you know, the shine was worn off, yeah. and people started not to care. No, uh, apparently Fulham was linked with Milinkovic Savage, and I was yeah, very happy. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, no, Milinkovic no, Savage is a fantastic but... midfielder, and for whatever reason, Liam was like, oh, he's not that good, he's not that good. Bro, do you watch Syria? He doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Are you drinking a pick, Whitney? No. <laughs> it's... 
pink lemonade. Well, I was like, it looks like bubblegum G Fuel. Huh? Yeah, it looks like bubblegum G Fuel. It's a G Fuel. It is G Fuel. It's hype sauce. Okay. Hype sauce. Uh, anyways, where do we go from here now? How did you even pick that up? I smelled the alcohol. You smell alcohol. Yeah. What is? <laughs> Any horn. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but <laughs> I wanted to say thank you, by the way. It oh, tastes you. good. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> um, I wanted to go back to, because I've I figured it out. I figured out the third tattoo idea for the Erling Holland. Okay. So for those that don't know, Brett Bradley on his stream that Erling Haaland's going to Manchester United. If he doesn't, he will get a Cristiano Ronaldo Manchester City tattoo, which he ended up going to United like the next day. Yeah, yeah. well, and that was the deal, or that was the idea around it was because Ronaldo was basically a... a he was going to be a City player. Yeah, like literally as we were streaming, there was updates coming out being, he's going to sign the paper. And we're like, I was, I was upset. So I was saying, you know what? If he goes to City, then that means United's going to get Holland. So I said to Matt, I said, hey, I don't know how this came about, but I said, I bet you that Erling Holland will be Manchester United player next year. And so we said, if he isn't, I have to get a Manchester City tattoo of Cristiano Ronaldo. No. And then once Ronaldo <laughs> went to United, you kind of... Just knew this tattoo was coming even a year later. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, and that, that was the thing. So now that Ronaldo didn't go to Man City, I think a Ronaldo City tattoo doesn't make sense. So, which, and if we decide that makes the most sense, then I'll do that. I was thinking of shifting it to a Holland City jersey because I don't want City on me to begin with. Um... The second option is uh, Aguero's goal, but right at like the time mm -hmm. stamp of when he scored. So like right at the like basically the clock, and I'd have that would be the tattoo. See that one is good because then you can look at it and be like motivation for United. It was just like <laughs> yeah. this. I hate this time. And that's, Fuck this time. That's the other thing is that that was to beat United. Yes. So that is like a double like. Yeah, I, I, I like that one. <laughs> so, I, I don't see motivation in that at all. I see just... It, it's, I have to look at something I hate for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's more, yeah but then you give him just like... It makes you angry and then to strive to do better. Have you yeah. seen this man angry? I don't know if that's motivation. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to give that tattoo, I'd probably put it in the back of my leg just so that I probably have to never see it. Too much. I can see that, though. Plus, then I wear shorts and then people are like, nice hats. Back of the leg would hurt, though, right on the... Yeah. Right on and the so now the third design idea is their eagle yeah pretty cool yeah like the like the old uh the badge uh, the, yeah. the good badge not the shitty one they have now exactly yeah that's exactly <laughs> that's what i'm thinking like the there. old eagle badge that was the last one but that i was the like, eagle badge is just very dated yeah yeah that's fair but anyways, i was just trying to think of three like city ideas that is I, this going to be pulled out or are you going to choose yourself so yes, we will be pulling it out. Uh, we'll we'll put it out on our socials. So, 
I guess on our Instagram and Twitter. So keep an eye on there. When's Liam jumping out of a plane? Yeah, yeah, when is Liam uh, jumping also, um, sorry to bring us back to international football. There was a little bit of a thing on Twitter where BR Football said uh, uh, Richarlison and Vinny Jr. had to be separated during the altercation of Brazil training. They, oh, no, they're fighting. But honestly, they were actually apparently just having some fun. And it's like, this guy comments, see how it is it easy for false news to be spread? Richarlison and Vinny Jr. never had a fight. Brazilian scholars are messing around. See, and that made a lot of sense because I was looking yeah. at the photos and, like, Richarlison's, like, laughing through Yeah. And, like, Vinny's not really, like, engaged in, oh, what is he going to do now? Like, it seemed, like, very playful. But it se- it did seem weird. Did you hear about Virgil van Dijk's top five toughest opponents? According to Real Ferdinand, they talked. <laughs> Messi, Aguero, Mbappe, Holland, and Dar- Darwin Nunez. Darwin Nunez will now be hailed as the second coming across Christ by United fans. Because well, of this. as soon as we sign him, yeah. Yeah. Guy's gonna be spending eighty million on him. Yeah, and and Andreas Pereira, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I I get. Yeah. No, I, I, the, is this a different one or same one that played for you guys? Was not good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I, yeah. I, I can. Apparently, no, no. Apparently, that's just like one of the toss-ins that they're. I want I was watching Stratford Paddock today, and they were saying that it might be a swap, a quote-unquote swap deal, where we put in like the fees that they're asking for, and then on top of it, under her head. Or, uh, yeah, exactly. Him and Pereira, I always got messed up. <laughs> but yeah, it does that make like zero sense? Yeah. <laughs> like literally, if that, zero. He, as the guy was saying, he's like, I would put that as like the last thing in the clause, just like, oh yeah, oh what size are his boots? Oh yeah, so he can get a deal. And oh, I'm sorry, who? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Van Dyke put Darwin Nunez in his top five toughest opponents he's ever played, and I can just see United fans now saying, oh this guy is the second coming. He's gonna be better than Holland, this and that, and then he's gonna score like. Five goals next You're a United supporter. I am. I so, just, United fans piss me off. Messi, Mbappe, Guerrero, and Holland. Yeah, and Darwin Nunez. Yeah. All right. pretty, pretty good attackers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's faced a lot. Yeah. Um, but. Guess who's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who, yeah. who wasn't on that list? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I got to say, the times, well, this season that he's actually played them. Uh, at least this season, yeah. where he's played him, uh, he's they, 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 yeah, well, not even that. I think Liverpool just kind of scored a yeah, ton of fucking to goals. He wasn't even yeah. at the second game because, of the yeah, the, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess. But Darwin Nunez, I mean, it's a part of like a Liverpool, but you guys are just making him expensive. Yeah, sorry about that. That's what we tend to do. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. The thing is, he's gonna be good, but then he's gonna miss a bunch of chances or make the wrong decisions in front of goal because he's still learning as a player. Yeah. And United fans are gonna hate him. This guy sucks. Why'd we ever sign him? Yeah. I have a very random question. Yeah. Will Holland flop at his first season at City? The first season only, because we've seen Bundesliga transfers go to the Premier League and not pan out well in the first season. So will Holland have a rough first season? Um, this is different because going to Manchester City. Where Manchester and, City is probably just going to still destroy everyone. And he's, they're going to create a bunch of chances for him. So he's, he'll probably miss a lot of chances, but he'll probably still score a lot of goals. Depends on injuries. but Yeah, that's true. If, he has a, if he's like halted by injuries for like over half the season, then yeah, that's going to be a bit of a 
It's it's hard to call it a flop, but yeah, like yeah. I guess I it kind of yeah, is. You know, the thing like Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, Jane Sancho, who else? Lukaku. Lukaku! Oh my God! We need yeah. to talk about this man. He didn't come from Bundesliga. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, but I was thinking more along the lines of a big time score, big time. I mean, the guy came over with a hundred million dollar. Or, I was uh, Euro ch- pound, hundred million in fucking money. <laughs> yeah, 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 in, yeah, in in money. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So Lukaku went back to Chelsea because he had unfinished business, and now he wants to go back to Inter. Yeah. Because things are not working out for him. His business is. Finished. Why? Why does this guy always want to <laughs> leave the club? Business? Good question. <laughs> it's a one hundred million dollar like, money transfer. <laughs> for whatever reason, Lukaku wants to leave a club whenever things are not working out his way. Well, it was working out at Inter. It was actually perfect. Yeah, it was. That's work. why. In, yeah. Like things were. Yeah, he wanted to stay Inter. He loved Inter. Well, oh, and then he goes back to Chelsea. Things don't work out. Oh, I want to go back to Inter. Well, but when he went to Chelsea, Conte wasn't the manager anymore. And things were different after. And the, I guess he thought that things were going to be different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and plus, Chelsea was also coming fresh off of the Champions League. So, I mean, kind of, kind of tough to sit there and go, mm, you know what, I don't want to be a part of that. But I agree with you. Thomas Tuchel has a certain play style that as well. Too. So, oh, management style too. And it's just, it's, it's been really weak. Maybe it's not getting the players he wants, but I mean Chelsea's been in a a def a, a very interesting situation. So yeah, uh, who knows what their business is going to be? Like they're just losing defenders left, right, and center for the last two seasons. To be fair, it might actually be a good idea to sell Lukaku to maybe get some money back. You a defender, was no, but in general, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if the club's lost a lot of money, I don't know if they have. But, but. yeah, uh, you're talking about Rudiger to Real Madrid. I mean, good deals. Barcelona to Barcelona if Barcelona can uh, get more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, but that's the thing. Like, who's who's going to play defense for Chelsea right now? Mason Mount, <laughs> Declan Rice, and they're, they're going to have to pay a bunch of money for players. Like, if they want Koundé, they're probably going to have to pay the release fee because. Sevilla have already sold Diego Carlos, so they don't want to sell both. Yeah. So they're going to need a premium. One long lays available. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, and then I just said it jokingly, but United isn't going to buy Declan. There's Probably no not. Way. I hope and not. We all know that Declan Rice wants to go play for Chelsea. He's not going to be cheap, even if he does want to go and play there. So that's going to be even more money that they have to throw at somebody. Wants to go play with his best friend? It's going exactly. to be a wild transfer it, well, and, and that's the thing. That was what, what was I was going to mention as well. Is even Normally when you go into, or sometimes when you go into a transfer window, you know where people are going to go. And you, you do right now. But when it comes to the, the plans of teams in the transfer window, fuck, you, you look at how Real Madrid was like, oh, we're going to get Mbappe. Now we can plan around Mbappe. Now they don't have Mbappe. Now they have to go, oh. <laughs> so that whole plan that we just had I mean, is out the window. Missing, get, losing on Mbappe definitely sucks. There's totally. 100%, but they did just win the Champions League. Oh, so, no, I mean, for they're... sure. But, I mean, but you, you still have to have I, I, I'm not, like, not so I, I apologize. <laughs> I'm not even bringing it up to like. Sergio Mane is not going to be a Liverpool player next year. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that too. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. You don't have to be mad at me. That that one's an interesting one because like, just oh. it feels like Bayern Munich. I mean, of course they do do their transfers and everything, but it's like that's like a sure. If I'm being honest, if I was Bayern Munich, I'd kind of be all over Jonathan David. Since Lewandowski's leaving, why not bring in a... Because Jonathan David will n- not be anywhere close <coughs> to matching Lewandowski's I, You're not wrong. Not even close. No, no disrespect, but guy's still young, still has a way to go. Mane Man, would at least replace a good amount <coughs> because Mane can play several different forward roles and yeah. score in many different positions. Yeah. yeah and, uh, he kind of fits in with that... St- I feel like uh, a lot of Bayern's attackers can play yeah. those kind of different positions. The so. Canadian connection, though. Jeez. Just, just, just bring back Mario Gomez. <laughs> For like the 15th time. How old is Mario Gomez right now? Too old. <laughs> Throw back to when I thought he was Selena Gomez, like related to Selena Gomez. Are you kidding me? Bro, it was a... Why? Because they had the, uh, the same last name? Yeah, I was also nine years old. It was a 2008 <laughs> you Euros. Can't, you still can't do <clears throat> constructive criticism? You can't just sit there and think for eight seconds? Bro, I was 12. You just said... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bro, yeah, I was literally Thank you, 11. Lucas. I was 11. You literally just said you were nine, and then you well, said you were 12. I, I, I can't remember. Choose. Decide. It they was the 2008 Euros. I heard Gomez. I was big into the Disney Channel. Selena Gomez, Mario Gomez. I thought they were related. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was the 2006 World Cup. I don't know. I don't know if he was in the starting 11. I'm going to go over there and strike a man. I just know Germany played Poland a couple times and we got fucked over. <laughs> and Mario Gomez is involved. So in- did you think Cristiano Ronaldo and Ronaldo were related as well? No. Oh, but I was also okay. very confused at the time. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, why is there Ronaldo and why is there Ronaldinho? Are they someone yeah, the same? Yeah. <laughs> or, or like, they're on the same team. Man. Actually, back in 2006, I thought Jason Smith and Ryan Smith were related. They have different spellings of their I names. Didn't know. Why is a Y when it's an I? I didn't know. Are you, <laughs> you look, look. You I right. didn't look. I just uh, listened. Right. Kids are dumb. Yeah, I, was con- I was a con. I was a con. I was a complicated child cat, ADHD. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know the I don't know, man. I was dumb. Between I and Y. I was, I was not very smart back then. I won't mm. be honest. Back then. But now you're a uh, Nobel Prize winner. <laughs> I, my, my intelligence has improved somewhat. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Maybe and Lee was worth $2.5 million. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, uh, anyways, go back. Yeah. What is Liam jumping out of a plane? Yeah, for real. I was well, taking we... a look. It can't happen on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday. It like, can't? Cannot. Why? Because the place isn't open. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. All I've got to say is I definitely want to be there. Oh, like, I'm going to be there. Like, we're going to throw a tomato at Liam's face. Well, we, you, go, you, got, you have to have the tomato ready and throw it at him when he drops throw it at him. I'll throw it. Yeah, Matt, let Matt do it. Cause he's got, he's, he can let him and I do it. I was a baseball player. Okay. Well, I'll buy a sack of tomatoes, and if I miss a couple... We'll... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you okay, go, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Perfect. That's what I, I want to throw one at him. Like, Waz, just have it, like, because he won't, he won't watch this. So, like, just have... He probably will. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> Just bring tomatoes here, and then just, like, as he walks in the door, just start yeah. launching them at him. But you have like, to clean it up, because I don't want to... I'll just do it outside. Oh, that too, yeah. Could that do that. Too, yeah. What are you looking at? Twitter. <laughs> Shall we wrap it there? Is there anything else to really talk about? I don't think there's anything 
Mario Strikers coming out walls. Yeah, I'm very excited. This week? We'll see. Mario Strikers. Oh, is that this week? This is Friday. Uh-oh. Game is coming out. The legendary. The game of our childhood. Uh-oh. Ray kicked our, all of our asses. Which I don't know if that's a good thing. Every time a game of my childhood gets like some sort of a remaster or a reboot, it fails. Star Wars Battlefront. No, I didn't mind Star Wars Battlefront. It was pretty... The first one was pretty shit. The first? Like, the first ever? No, the first, like, or remake. The, the yeah, EA ones. Fair. EA yeah, ones the, yeah, a lot of criticism. <laughs> that's fair. Well, I'm excited because, you know, the game still looks... Has that charm to it where... You know, the players were aggressive. The uh, No Wario chop... No Waluigi chops. <laughs> but there's DK dancing. <laughs> that video that you sent is hilarious. I kind of wish with Mario Strikers they would do, like, Super Smash Bros. Brawl where they, they would have so many different characters, but... I get it. Uh, I mean, they're they're not even releasing all the characters in the beginning, though. Oh, there's characters missing, like Daisy. Oh, that's what? okay. What? Never cared for. You can't play Daisy at the start. Screw her. What is this? <laughs> that's who I wanted to play as. Yo, uh, was it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to saw. Like, what if I want Sonic? It's that's Mario a... Strikers. It's the, this isn't Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Sonic in, a, in a football match by Mario. And Sonic oh, so it should be Olympics. Super Smash Strikers then. That's that, the that, same peep. That would work, I think. You, oh my god! No, no, why are you lost in this? What? I'm not lost in it. You are lost in it. What? You are lost. What is happening? Podcast. But in Super Smash Bros. Right you have like Sonic and stuff, and yeah, what Zelda? Because it's an, um, not a Mario game. That's not. Was you do? Yeah, but if it was named Super Smash Strikers, it wouldn't be a Mario game. But then it's not a Mario game. The whole point of it is that it's a Mario Never game. Mind. You guys, <laughs> that's called Nintendo. Thanks, man. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. He thinks Super Smash is the exact same thing as Nintendo. Well, technically, it was all Nintendo characters in control. Yeah, but that's not what it is. <laughs> that's like saying Capcom is the same thing as Marvel. Why are you drinking? We're calling it there, I'm mad. Uh, thank you for watching the podcast today. Um I hope it was somewhat entertaining. Yeah, a lot of international football being talked about it was uh some a lot of messes, but uh we oh know another team that's in, in the World Cup, which is exciting. Yep. Yes. A few more to be decided, but a lot more nation league to be played through. Uh so much football still happening, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Yes, <laughs> that's also a good point. I'm gonna go um, harm was. So from myself, Greg, YouTube. Brett, Lucas, and Waz, uh, thank you so much for being here, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Go McLaren. What? You're a McLaren fan now? Yeah, apparently the Manchester United of uh, of F1. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.